Sue Hutton coordinates part-time provision for adults with a learning disability at Solihull College and has assisted many young men and women with challenging behaviour to access a wide range of courses, including 28-year-old Stephen Valentine. Together with his key worker, Julie O'Neill, Stephen has been successfully attending college for over two years. You will hear Stephen, Julie and Sue discuss his progress and the way the courses are managed. First, Sue explains why she's developed a strong commitment to the principle of normalisation. I was uh, writing my Christmas cards for all my students in the different groups and I came to um, writing the cards for the guys in this ward, in, which was what it was called then in this institution, this hospital as it was called then. Uh, and part of me said, well, what do I want to write them cards for? They won't look at them, they'll just eat them or chew them or chuck them away or not notice them. You know, what's the point? And that was actually quite a decisive moment for me because I felt, you know something say to me, well, either they are people or they're not people. And if what you do at Christmas is give your students Christmas cards, then that's what you do for all your students. So I gave them Christmas cards. They ate them, they chewed them, they chucked them, they didn't notice them. But in a sense, that wasn't the point. A shift had been made for me. But I began to see them much more as real human beings and to you know, look more closely at uh, not all the problems that there were, but what could be done, how, you know. How could we work together to improve life a bit, just a little bit? You've been at college here now for how long? Two years? Yes, two years. Two years. And what course is he doing at the moment? Cockery. Yeah. And what else do you do? First. Um, when you were at college last year, what courses did you do then? Cockery. Yeah. Um, number work, computers, and... What did you used to make at college on a Wednesday last pottery. year? Pottery. Yeah. There's a lot of personal rewards, and, and, and sometimes it's like, there for the grace of God go I. You don't know what life holds for you in the future, what life could have held for you. And I enjoyed people like Stephen seeing how... He was before he came to us, or reading his file on how he was before he came to us, his personal file, and working with Stephen really closely for two years. And the person he is now, he's totally changed. In two years, he's totally changed. It was never envisaged Stephen would ever have home visits. Uh, it was never envisaged Stephen would go out in the community. Stephen hasn't always found it easy to concentrate on his courses, but so far his patience and that of Sue and Julie has been rewarded. It was computers and it was hard. Mm. It was really hard at the beginning. And I found it really easy now. So is it, has, is it difficult to concentrate sometimes? Yes. Well, uh, my, my mind will wander over there to the film city. Mm. But what's most interesting? Oh... What's in other people getting things out of other people? Running the courses that Stephen attends demands thoughtful and appropriate planning from both Julie and Sue. They've formed a close working relationship to ensure that Stephen gets the best out of his time at college. I go and visit, particularly if it's a new home and there are several new small group homes, or if it's on the site of the old Longstay Institution here which has quite a wide range of services now, working with lots of different people. I will go and visit, I'll spend time talking to the staff, meet the student, 
I will ask the difficult questions. Uh, you know, is there something you need to tell me? Is there something that's going to make it difficult for you to work or be in the kind of mainstream environment that this college is? Talk about the stress in the canteen and the numbers of people and that kind of thing. Where possible, I'll ask the students as well. I will often invite them into college just to get to see the environment. And then if there's a particular class they want to go to, suggest that they go and look at that class first with their own support. And then we will discuss what support is needed. And what I always say is, it, what I'm trying to do this for is to enable you to succeed, to succeed in your learning. I want to set you up to have a successful learning experience. With your first aid that you do on a Tuesday, what do you learn to do there? Learning how to stop the bleeding. Yeah, yeah. And what other things? Put them in the arm slings and stuff. That's right. And, and if someone's pulling the line on the floor, what position do you put them in? Recovery position. Recovery oh, position. Yes. That's well done. Well done. Uh, that's right. So if you were at home and somebody had an accident and they cut themselves, you'd know what to do, wouldn't you? So what would you do if somebody cut themselves on the finger or the hand? Stop the bleeding and put a plaster on it. Well done. Uh, well done. Right, can you just listen for a minute? Everybody listening, right. You're doing the sling at the moment, which is really, really good, and it's the elevation sling. And just to remind you that the reason we're doing the elevation sling is because they've got a cut to their arm, and it's important that we keep the arm up, because what does that help to do with the bleeding? Anybody remember? It can yeah. stop it from bleeding. It helps to stop the bleeding, doesn't it? Do you remember what we were saying about the heart? What job does the heart have in the body? Blood. What does it do with the blood? It pumps it round the body. And the part what we had to do at first, we sat down in a very informal way and chatted about college courses and different courses on offer. And the guys would say, oh, I want to do this or I want to do that, I want to learn to cook. And then we just broke it down gradually. Then we worked on a one-to-one -one with all the guys and they chose what courses they wanted to do. And they chose about ten courses, I think, which was impossible for them to do. And then we broke it down from there. Right. Now I'm going to show you some new bandage. Okay, so you need to take this off, um, Robert, and then actually Robert will do it on you first, and then I'll show both of you together a bandage for the hand. OK? So, Robert, you're now going to do this on Stephen. OK? Now, if I've done this properly, Sam shouldn't be able to open her fingers. Okay. Fingers. No. okay, and then That's we put really it in a sling. What was the name of the sling, Stephen? A uh, triangular bandage. It's a triangular bandage and it goes in an L. L. Elevation sling. Okay, yeah. so I'll show you one more time. Admitting individuals with challenging behaviour can give rise to concerns within the college. For Sue, it's a matter of being alert, taking appropriate precautions, and listening to her team. If you find a student who you find particularly difficult, because sometimes it's not always a student, it's your reaction to them. Like I've got a situation at the moment with the young man who's presenting a real challenge and we've put in a lot of support, but the, the tutor is really... She's frightened of him. And even though others of us don't quite understand why, she is. And we have to accept that. And she shouldn't be put in that position anymore, I don't feel. So I'm looking at possibly changing the class that he's in because I think he can cope in college and perhaps another tutor. That's not to decry her at all, 
that's just the reality of the situation. There are times when I feel anxious, anxious about, you know, there is the potential here for a major problem. Um, but that's, I think that's a very good thing to feel and to notice. That's why it's important to visit classes and to remember and, you know, to go back o- over, you know, who, we, who we've got in and, and how they're getting on and to do the sort of the reviews and, and not never to become complacent. What I most fear is a violent outburst that is going to damage another student in the group or a member of staff here. Um, and so far in the last five years, we've had incidents, I have had minimal sort of pain caused to a couple of members of staff, physical pain. Staff have certainly been frightened, but that's what I want to avoid. Through his experiences at college, Stephen is gaining the skills he needs to develop more autonomy. Matching him with the right teaching staff has been crucial. What's very important is that people do have the understanding of the specialism and that they then develop the skills in working uh, with adults with a learning difficulty. Primarily they're teachers of horticulture, cookery, whatever, um, and that those other skills develop. How we help those skills develop, obviously we run various staff training events that staff are welcome to come to. We have um, a team of learning assistants who are experienced, some of whom very experienced, in working with adults with a learning disability, who will go in and support staff where that's necessary. And that's, as I say, part of that preparation and risk assessment. Is there anything about college that you don't like? No. You enjoy coming to college, don't you? Yes, Except the early morning courses when you have to get up. Yes, I'm lazy. Lying in bed all day if I had a chance. What else do you like about going to college? See friends at college. And you also like to... You learn things, don't you? You learn new things. Yes, I do. You socialise with people. Yeah. And what, what do you get when you go to college? When you've done a course at college and you go back to where you live? We have money. You have wages, don't you? Yeah. You do. And that's what you like, isn't it? You like to earn money. Yeah. and save it up. The daycare budget in Stephen's home allows for his supervision at college. Julie is convinced it's made all the difference to his development. A lot of homes do not have a daycare budget. A lot of homes, and most of the service users, access what they call um, SECs, um, education centres, where, in my opinion, the needs are not centred around the individual. They're centred around groups at a time. I much prefer where Stephen lives where everything is centred around the individual's needs and their needs are catered for. Mm. And if, if any of the guys don't wish to access college, then they don't access college that day. Mm. They have the choice of whether they go or not. And what did you do on a Friday? You used to go outside working. Digging. Gardening, didn't you? Horticulture. Mm. Yeah. And what was your favourite course last year? Cookery. Cookery? Why is that? Mm. To get to eat okay. <laughs> He's learning now to to cook basic things. So when Steve's living on his own, he will know how to cook with support from somebody. And with the first aid as well, he can also, if if he cuts himself while he's doing anything at home, um, cooking anything, he'll know how to put plaster on. I think it's it's just it's giving him a structure and it's teaching him 
how to live with people, how to work with people. And um, he feels he's a valued member of society now because he's accessing various things that normal people, in Stephen's words, access. It's not because it's just a college for special needs, it's a college in the community that everybody has the opportunity to access, which is an achievement for Stephen. We've maintained the discrete provision because we believe it's right in order for people to get the right learning match, to use sort of current jargon, and they need to come in at that very, very basic level. That's not to say we don't encourage and support integration into all, all courses in college, which we do, and that's set out in our prospectus. Uh, and if, if that's the right learning match and people need some extra support, then they get that in whatever course is appropriate for them. Is there anything else you'd like to do at college? Any other courses you'd like to do? Learn a bit of mechanic. Would you know? Yeah. Why is that? Because I found it interesting with cars, what it's like and what it's not like. Yeah, very interesting. Would you like a car one day? Yeah. What you would like? Yeah, I would. Mm. That's your future ambition, isn't it? Yeah, I'm a car. Mm. Everyone in life deserves a chance to fulfil their ambitions. Stephen's ambition is to have a job and he's more than halfway there to succeeding in that now. I have actually made inquiries on a part-time job for him and I'm just hoping something comes of that. It may only be a half a day a week or two half days a week but it, it's leading up to something that he wants to do. You do a new course, aren't you? Yes. What's that called? I know. I meant to ask. Planning ahead, I think it's called for the future, isn't it? Yeah. For independent living. Mm. Yeah, yeah. What would you ideally like to do in the future? Have a job. And what else? A house. Yeah. (laughs) Be independent, wouldn't you? Yeah. That's your ambition, isn't it? Yeah. If you expect something of somebody, usually they rise to those expectations. And Stephen has the ability to do that. And in a sense, the next step for him is his work preparation. I would hope that um, when the time is right and with the right support, Stephen may be able to find, not necessarily a full-time job, but um, you know, to join the workforce, which he really wants to do, and to be paid some money and to feel that he is at last an adult. What else would you like to do at college? Um, do, do a night course. A night course? Mm, like work over in college. Oh, you'd like to work at college? Mm. Not actually do courses, but get a job working in college? Mm-hmm. Is that, that's what you'd like to do? Yeah. Stephen knows he has a learning disability. He talks about his learning disability. He knows he's not as quick as people when it comes to reading and writing. Uh, And sometimes he knows he can't understand things. He sees normal people as having normal relationships, going to work, holding down a job, getting a good wage at the end of it, having a vehicle, getting married, having children. To Stephen, that is a normal life. He's seen it in his parents, in his both of his sisters. 
and he hears staff talking. Mm. And that, that is what he wants. He wants a life that he sees everybody else has. Mm. You get really nervous though, don't you? I do, yeah. Um, she asked me what the matter was. And I told her what the matter was, and she said she sought it for me. She sought me out out of trouble. From the Open University. For more information, go to www.open.ac.uk forward slash use.